1: podcast i'm patrick
0: i'm bob and i'm tom
1: guys i've been working on my radio voice but don't want to make us sound too slick you know don't want to lose the flavor how am i doing
0: well you sound like you just went into the matrix so
1: i'm in the matrix am yeah, i far
0: away on
2: that you got to work on that smooth wi-fi it was just for a second it's, it's okay, okay. Oh. <laughs>
1: Oh guys. I was looking for accolades. How hard, would it be,
2: how hard would it be for us to get um Keanu on? Think he fucks with hardcore at all?
1: Mm, you gotta, you gotta here's know. what I've found.
2: Oh, that's right.
1: All all celebrities want to wear a Chromex shirt. Literally all of them.
2: It's true. Keanu, Keanu in a
0: Chromex shirt, good luck. I have a good story about that. Hit it. So um a a, a, a friend of some of ours at least um Jared, not Alexander, the other guitar drummer, Jared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plays for Seal. Oh, oh that's sick. cool. Like he's Seal's drummer. So I guess I was talking to my buddy about this yesterday, and he was like, um, you know, like Seal called him, and then Jared figured somebody was fucking with him. And like he found out it was him. So he's like starts rolling out like all his bona fides, or whatever. And Seal was like, fuck all that. Tell me about your hardcore bands. <laughs> and that's how Whoa. he got the job. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and he could uh, but I when I went on the road trip, the buddy that was with us knows um worked worked for SEAL and like rolled up to like rehearsals one day and it was like Jared and he's like, Oh shit, like had no idea that another fucking punk hardcore kid would be on this fucking <laughs> SEAL tour. And um yeah, but he was yeah, Seal was like, Fuck all of that. I just want to hear about like so he was pretty much like tell me about HopeCon and like boy sets fire. It was like which is pretty amazing. <laughs>
1: yeah that's true
0: that's true
1: uh this Um, that reminded me remember when we talked about hardcore uh people that had interesting uh post-hardcore careers uh yes david anthem uh from prayer for cleansing is that right
0: yeah of course
1: so apparently he's the same david anthem that i just bought Forbidden tomes from from the internet. Uh, he's a bookseller. Does that sound right? But he deals in like uh, kind of fringe material. Uh, I have no idea. The, so everybody, if it is him, which people told me online that it is, and I don't know how many David Anthems. Why do Anthem you call
0: was, him so David Anthem? That's kind of weird. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like d- how many David Anthems out of North Carolina there are? Um,
0: I'm pretty sure it's just him.
1: I'm <laughs> pretty sure it's just him, uh, but. Everybody uh, go check out his, his site, which I think is David Anthem, bookseller, maybe.com. Uh, um, there's no maybe in there. And uh, Can you clarify
0: what forbidden tunes are so people don't believe like you're buying like white power shit from this guy, please?
1: <laughs> I think he sells that as well, actually. Um, so he, he, it's just stuff that like, if you remember, we've talked probably about see here um, uh, the, the spot in Man- Manhattan. Um, so, he just sells stuff that that uh, i mean you could get anything you could get extremist vegan literature there you could get uh, uh, uh millennial millennialism uh, uh materials there uh it's just oddities basically um and uh that's where I bought that Wally wood illustration uh f- from the seventies uh so he deals in all sorts of stuff and really great collection really great collection if if you are kind of like um a Dwid-esque sort of character that loves apocalyptic literature, uh, Christian lunacy, et cetera, et cetera. He deals in all that. Uh, and so if if you're either a collector or you just want like something that was published in 1930 that talks about the end of the world that obviously has no copyright on it and you can do whatever you want with it, uh, he's your man.
2: What was that web? What's that web addy again?
1: I believe it's David Anthem bookseller, but you know, Google.
2: David Anthem bookseller. Yo, um, before we get started today, uh one more serious note. Uh RIP Alex Trebek. Oh um, yeah. Sad shit, man.
1: Peace uh, out, my dude. It was a good run. All right, yo. yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like none other. Nobody's gonna do it like you.
1: What do we Sorry, want Amanda to talk about today?
2: I was shocked. Uh, we're going to talk about our sponsors real quick. And go oh, yeah, that. let's do that. Sorry. Amanda was just so despondent about Alex Trebek passing. Did you break um, the news to her right there? Right there, live. She was just like, what? So, what so we, we broke the news to at least one person. Um, guys, as we are frequently inclined to do, uh, though, though maybe not so more much for, for L.A. Patrick, uh, mm. Tom, you and I are going to drive up 87. And uh, we're going to head up. We're going to go all the way up and then cross the river once we get to Albany and head to Troy and see our friends at Close C- Casket Activities. Hell yeah. Uh, I want everyone within the sound of our voices to go to Patrick. Do you know the web address? Do you know the website? I'm going to tell everyone to Google too.
1: <laughs> Wait, which which road did we take? We took the road, we, we took uh, the Mass Pike. Let Is that what Troy, we did? No,
2: no, 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 uh, no. We're taking eighty-seven up. We're not going to cut over to ninety. We're going to take eighty-seven to seven eighty-seven.
1: Oh, okay, very good. I'm very, across, I'm very, I'm very familiar with elite. it. Yeah, yeah. This was my lifestyle yeah, for a long time. Uh, so you want to go? You want to go to, cl- to close? No, casket- I'm talking about
2: the web address. Yes, <laughs>
1: yeah. Close. <laughs> I'm giving you the address to the snowman. It's the ice cream spot in Warrensburg. Uh, okay, um, this is closedcasketactivities.com
2: and we're going to look for the Portrayal of Guilt We Are Always Alone pre-order. Now, <clears throat> as is likely to happen with new records on Closed Casket, the most limited color of the vinyl is sold out, but the other two still available. So now, go yeah. get it. Anyone who's not familiar with Portrayal of Guilt at this point, um, it's interesting because I think there's people who would might go, like, wait, is that is that like a Screamo band? No, no. Um, but they have elements, you know, I would say if you like Touche Amore, but you also like records that Close Caskets put out, you should check this out. I I think this is dark, it's gritty, it's punk, but married to that kind of more, like a more modern idea of what punk looks like, which is there's elements of that darkness, like, yo, do you like Code Orange? You could, you could like Portrayal of Guilt. Do you like Def Heaven? You probably should like Portrayal yeah. of Guilt. Do you yeah, like Touche? Really, yeah. You two know, shy. you should like Portrayal of Guilt.
0: And if you have, like, Majority Rule or fucking Page 99 or any of that stuff, too. Oh, exactly. okay. That,
1: that makes sense now. Okay, thank you.
0: Yeah, and, but but it's like, it's like, that's
2: exactly, I think, you just hit it, Tom. Those bands, but think about it in the context, like, this doesn't stick out like a sore thumb on Closed Casket. It's no. still grimy and dark and gritty so um please go check out this i think this is a big step forward from their last lp which is still very good and some people considered that to be like record of the year material this record is up for pre-order now go check it out um cool artwork as well i think they yeah. kind of got a theme going which is awesome i like that a lot Closedcasketactivities.com. activities.com tom you're gonna enter a promo code that promo code is axe to grind and tom what do you got to do with it You need to
0: spell it out.
2: Boom. Let's swing over. Uh, Mass Pike, we did get a request for a future live on Axe to Grind, which is Patrick uh, doing a karaoke version of the last night on the Mass Pike. So will you give us a short sampling of what that would sound like right now, Patrick?
1: Sure. The drums would come in big uh, after uh, kind of like a pre-chorus, and then I would go, last night on the Mass Pike.
2: DeathWishInk.com, you are going to find the Blunt Razors early aught pre-order. Um, this is a digital download, uh, so it's not going to hit your wallet too heavy. But what I'm going to tell you is you might be like, what, what is Blunt Razors? It's Garrett O'Donnell and Neil Keener who were in Planes
1: taking for Stars. That's right. Thank you, guys.
2: This is what I kind of like, and this is coming out of a quarantine project it is guys from Planes Mistaken for Stars doing music that is not Planes Mistaken for Stars, but that I think anyone who liked that band could dig. has kind of an ambient, quiet feel to it. Um, I believe there's one song released from this, which is Amber Waves. I'm very curious to hear the rest of it. I actually strongly recommend it. Check the digital download. Grab that. Okay. Do a little browsing. Hit this distro. But um, this is cool. I think... Uh, I think it's actually something that, you know, for all of us who've been stuck at home doing some work from home shit, which I think everyone's in for for at least another three to six months, if not more. Yeah. Um, this is good. I'm working, but I want something to have on in the background music, at least right. from the first song I heard. I'm into that. Tom, Where? What, what's that promo code? It's Axe to Grind. And Patrick, what do you have to do? Spell it out. Boom. Thank you. Check out our other sponsors to live a lie and run for cover. Same promo code at their respective web stores. Get them next week. Guys. It's a big time for America. Tell me Uh, more. Thank you to everyone who's, thank you to everyone who stuck with us through the, um, overtly political episodes. I think it's been a huge preoccupation with everyone. Uh, we're not going to hammer on it today, but I think, uh, just about everyone took a big sigh of relief the other day, um, including all three hosts of this podcast. Despite what what Patrick might try to yeah. try to infer, though, I know he he <laughs> how was am driving I getting the painted as a Trump
1: wagon. guy. All I've ever said about this guy is that he's a fucking moron. <laughs> how, how am I getting painted as a Trump guy?
2: So, anyways, we're all excited, um, more so for uh the dethroning than anyone being put uh a, a new crown being put on anyone does that make sense
0: 100 percent. i don't think anyone's out in the street no one's dancing in the street for fucking joe biden
2: yo tom i want to hear about real. your day yesterday i was in manhattan early, early. Amanda, manhattan. had a yeah yeah Amanda had a doctor's appointment and then we were uh and we she decided
0: hanging. to make that appointment as far away from all stuff.
2: it was like specialty <laughs> stuff um it, and then uh we uh we were just chilling in the city in the morning before having to come back for a birthday party at midday. But we were there when Hi, it got announced. Party? What's that? Oh, no way. Yeah, we were there when it got announced. And it was, yo, know, Pat, it was one of the wildest things. Like, I don't.
0: It was I've fucking a, awesome.
2: Yeah, I've spent a decent amount of time in New York. Never, you know, only as a resident for maybe six months. And, you know, as a guest many, many times. But but it was, it was sort of a vibe I've never witnessed. It was wild. Like, lots of raucous celebration in the streets.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been to like, you know, hey, the Giants won the fucking Super Bowl and that's yeah. like fucking crazy, but it's so. like planned and it's like hem like it's kind of like it's going to be, be between these four blocks on Broadway. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. This was like kind of it was I mean, quite honestly, the way I found out it was like 11 o'clock or whatever the fuck and I was like putting around. Yeah. And I hear like yelling and screaming like people banging on like pots. Yep. Like they did at like seven o'clock for the like the the the. the nurses and doctors and stuff and i was like what the fuck i wonder what happened i was like holy shit like i it didn't hit me and i like i looked it up i was like holy fuck we were at washington square
2: park uh we had gotten Dosa man for like a early lunch sure and uh then started hearing it and hearing people hoot and holler um and uh kind of the same deal i was like wait what oh and put it together and it was it was yeah. pretty nuts
0: we were the we were vibe kinda, was yeah the energy yeah. was awesome and i think you know, the only thing I will say, there's tons more work to do. That's right. Let people celebrate for now, because it was a pretty traumatizing four years for a lot of people. Yeah. Work starts on Monday. That's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. The stuff's going on in Georgia. You know, if you get those two senators, that's huge for people. You know, just let yeah, people enjoy is. themselves for now. I know it's the same, you know, same face, blah blah blah, same shit, whatever, whatever. Yep. But let people enjoy it. I feel like it's enough of a change that there's like people literally around the world celebrating. That's right. That should say something, you know what I mean? Like that like they're like literally like making like in Paris, they're so like they're like tolling like church bells and fucking London, they're making like, you know, there's like fireworks and shit. Like eh, people are kind of excited. Um, and I think, you know, we we keep the energy that we've had in the last six months. And That's put right. everyone's fucking feet to the fire and make sure that they represent everybody, you know, that needs to be represented.
2: That's right. It's going to Go be ahead. it's going to be an interesting way to move forward. Progress is moving forward. And uh, that doesn't mean you can't uh, exhale. You know, I think I think a lot of the country has been waiting to exhale for a long time. So Just like um, Patrick, what did you do? Did you riot in the streets or were you good or?
1: No, I I, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was in West Walmart Hollywood. Or? Um <laughs> And I was in West Hollywood and, and, uh, people started hanging out of their cars and, and, and it was, you know, it was a nice moment or whatever, but there was a number of new model Mercedes with, with people going nuts in them. And I wanted to be like, guys, tone it down, tone it down. This is, this is what they're talking about. (laughs) Like like you you got, you got to chill out. You're being too obvious. So, uh, it was also got to witness the thing that I never thought I'd see in real life, which was, uh, uh, women hanging out of the, uh, sunroof of a car doing the want Joe Biden, I need Joe Biden, uh, version of, uh, that, that song. Uh, and, uh, I don't like, horns. All right. I, I, I yeah. don't like, I don't like horns. So I, I, uh, I took a side street.
2: <laughs> um, Yo, so I think we're gonna keep it light and breezy. maybe we'll answer some questions uh, this is uh, this is to, meant to be a uh, a light and fun episode. Um, Tom, before we get into the hardcore of hardcore, you did a road
0: trip. How was that? It was pretty excellent. Um, yeah we I was out in Seattle for a little bit, got to see some friends then uh, we drove down to through Oregon into Idaho into Utah. Ending in the uh, Moab Desert, yo, that's awesome. Moab's pretty sick. <laughs> Cute yeah, little town. Um, we ate in Salt Lake. City. Like, it was just weird because like everything that you you know like a lot of people are like, nah, man, there's there's no issue. Like, nope, nobody's getting <laughs> sick. So I was like, you know, I'm walking around with the New York Giants fucking face mask, and like people are like, you know, like when you walk into like a like a uh, a Waffle House at like three o'clock in the morning and the record skips
2: yeah Yeah. the yeah, entire
0: yeah. record was skipping when i we got out of the car anywhere because it was like you're obviously not from here and you're wearing masks that have new york symbols on them <laughs> when um, i was
2: yeah when we were in arizona I, i'd never heard so many comments about uh my friend andy's new york yankees hat lots I mean, of it's
0: uh, oh you're a yeah. big neil young fan pretty yeah. funny pretty yeah funny. It's, i mean it's such a beautiful it sucks though so, because like everything's so divisive right now That's but right. like it's such a fucking beautiful like it's a beautiful country
2: yeah anybody like and, and I mean, we, we've taken our shots at plenty of places, Philadelphia. Um, you guys won Pennsylvania, <laughs> um, Philadelphia. <laughs> um, this, but, ra- this uh, round well, goes to
1: you, Pennsylvania.:
2: Well, well, let's talk about pretty places, not Philadelphia. Um, a lot of the interior, the flyover states, yo, that's the most beautiful part of the country it's it's gorgeous the mid the middle of the country the southwest there's just so much to see and it's really open and like yo let me also say california probably is the best place in the country um but but you get out there and like utah i i think i actually think that the pandemic has been good for that because there's been a bunch of people trying to travel to places where they're not going to be you know this isn't a good time to go travel to the uh hubs the metropolis spots but right right go escape to utah where there's nothing yo it's a pretty beautiful place and i think a lot of people have gotten a chance to see that so yeah
0: not a ton of people out there and like moab especially like most of it you can do like you pull up at at a like a you can pull off and like walk a little bit and like you're you can see everything so it's not oh, like yeah. not a tons of, not tons of like hiking there's not a ton of people just like milling about um we went back at like 11 o'clock one night to get like because it's a dark sky uh national park yeah so it's like the fuck yeah, And i mean i'm i mean i say unfortunately but like it was a full moon so like it was almost too bright yeah too, too mm. much light pollution because of the moon no but yeah i mean yeah they fucked it up um <laughs> but it was, it, yeah, I mean, it's fucking, it's beautiful. You know, there's a lot of cute little towns. You know, Moab a good little town. We stayed at some place in Oregon. I forget where it was. um, Like Davis City or something. Like super nice. People were really, you know, people were nice, you know, for the most part. I mean, there were, you know, a lot of flags. A oh, lot yeah. of, you know, Biden stuff too, which I was actually kind of shocked to see. Mm. I mean, it was if it was five to one, I'd be surprised. But it was still like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, all right. You know, and it's just, you know. Um, Seattle's my favorite and, um, it was cool. I wish I had, I almost wish I had more time, but like having this kind of like the election stuff, like hanging over my head. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? I was out for like nine days, but it's like, we drove for like three of them. Right.
2: Yeah. that far, That's, a, you know? that's not an insignificant. That's, that's a, uh, what are we thinking? Like 16 hour drive from Seattle like to that. Moab. Something yeah, like that. We
0: like, we left on like Tuesday and we didn't have the Airbnb till Thursday, and so you stop stay whatever i mean the airbnb stuff is kind of crazy because it's kind of like like the place that we stayed every like it was like these you know one two bedroom like it says oh you can fit fucking 10 people like my ass you can fit 10 people in this fucking place (laughs) like i stayed in a room that was literally a an adult bunk bed oh wow um that we didn't use like My buddy Christian slept on the couch. Brian slept in like the master room, master bedroom, whatever, whatever the hell they call it now, the big room. Sure. Yes. um, The main bath bedroom. But like literally every house in this development was exactly the same, had the same exact furniture, same exact barbecue pit. Like everything was and it it was definitely run. It's like, like a person doesn't own that. Like a business owned it. Sure. Sure. It was kind of wild to kind of be like, oh shit, usually I've stayed at like, you know, hey, you know, Bob and Jill lived like six hours away but they bought this little desert enclave you know but this is like mm-hmm. welcome to somethingsomething.com and it's like printed on their on their towels and shit. it's an interesting uh it's an
2: interesting um rotation of the travel industry like because Airbnbs got so popular that people figured out how to um, profit on them and then they became
0: corporations so right 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 they um, used to be punk and then they sold out PK could you live in moab <laughs>
1: Say that again. Patrick,
2: could you live in Moab? Could you live in Moab?
1: Yeah, uh, maybe. Sure, sure. Uh, I, I think at this juncture in my life, I could live anywhere with a computer.
2: Tom, would could you live in Moab? Um, and could is a tough question. Yeah, it's tough. What? Let's say you're you're offered a job similar to yours, or hey, let's say this. It's you remote work. Oh, you know what? This is tough. I can't even give you a remote. You have the same job as you have in New York, but in Salt Lake, and you only have to go to Salt Lake once a month. Could you live in Moab?
0: Um, Maybe. It's 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 it's, weird. No, it's, it's like, small, I mean, it's small, but not like if I'm going fucking scorched earth, I'm going to like the middle of the desert near no one. Yeah. yeah. Like Moab. Like, have you been, Bob? Oh, yeah.
2: I mean, I was in Arches last year. Oh,
0: shit. That's right. But, like, there's that, like, strip that's, like... Yeah,
2: they got a little downtown. Like, pretty it's pretty wild,
0: though. Yeah. I mean, it was wild for a pandemic. Imagine when it's not.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I was there when it was not, but it was dead of summer, and it was hot, too. Right, it was right, hot. right. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, I think, you know... Salt I
2: could Lake live is, like, there. Four
0: hours away, though. It's kind of a pain that, you know... Oh yeah, well yo, I don't. I think
2: your closest city is Grand Junction, and that's two and a half hours.
0: Right when we're trying to figure out a flight home, like Grand Junction was actually the closest.
2: Yeah, and yo, let me tell you this: Grand Junction makes New Brunswick is New York City compared to Grand Junction.
0: Yo, here's a question.
1: Here's a question for both of you. Uh, Uh, I know you've had this experience, but does one jump out to you where somebody moved to a new place and they? for the first month or so they have to sell you on it so when you check in on them they're they're saying oh it's great there's you know the beaches are just a couple miles away the people here seem really cool really good looking people and then like you talk to them and it, like two, five months later and they moved back to wherever you're from and you say what happened and then <laughs> then they go down the list of miseries of the place how nice is that diluted month where people are like self, like they're convincing themselves of a they're thing. Working
2: that is, it, right. <laughs> yeah, they're working on it. Right. working um, on it. Uh, no, I did. I did have people when I moved to Albany, when I moved back, when you were living, when we lived together, that we're like, man, Albany. And I, I did, I had a mutual friend who was like, you know, Bob usually makes the most out of anything, but the reality is he could probably just live anywhere. So it doesn't matter that much. And, and that's kind of what it boiled down to.
1: It's the best you can say for Albany for sure. Um, and the next question I have for both of you, Tom, I don't know if you have any instances where, <laughs> where somebody moved someplace. No, Tom, and- you
2: have to have. You you know so many people who probably have moved about. Has there been that situation where someone moved somewhere and you felt like when you asked them about it, they were trying to sell you on it?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I think, you know, it's weird because, like, New York City, yeah. once you leave, you almost never come back. Mm. That's a good point. Huh. Because you can't.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. You're leaving, <laughs> you lost like, your you know, apartment, like, you are done.
0: Right, you are leaving a sixteen hundred dollars apartment, coming back to twenty twenty two. It's not like yes. going back to my hometown, a fucking Millville. You know what I am saying? It's like uh-huh. you can't just fucking stroll home. So it's like it's and your parents back. have already left. You know what I am saying? Like they're, they're not living in the city anymore, or in Brooklyn or wherever. You are moving back. You if you leave, you know your apartment in Brooklyn, you are moving back to your parents' house in like Middlesex and New Jersey.
1: Yes, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh
0: but I mean, I think yeah, people people sell you on, and then I've you know I've known people. It's like, you know, people are real stoked to see you when you're there for the weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so I'm when you sure. realize they can see you whenever, they see you never. Yeah, That's I get true. it. Yeah. Uh, the and
1: the, the next question I have for you guys, uh, apropos of nothing except for the email that I just got, uh, I got an email from somebody about an, another person in my field, and was saying, hey. They've got this going on, this going on, this going on. Why does everybody hate them? Is that is that what it's like to be on a podcast with me?
0: Repeat
2: that?
1: <laughs> I just got an email about okay. somebody in
2: the, in the the field.
1: Yeah, somebody somebody in comics that is doing well. Okay. Uh, uh, but there is some there is some like kind of sneaky Animus towards. You know, there is some sneaky little
2: Okay. A lot <laughs> and, of people don't like him. Yeah, sure. a lot
1: of people don't like him. And
2: but not not that they know him, just don't don't, don't like him, don't like his reputation, don't like maybe the way he presents in public sure. space. Y- yeah. Are you yeah,
0: asking yeah. us like if Bob and I get any on us?
1: <laughs> if if you two get emails that are like, hey, I, I like drug church, self-defense is cool. Uh, you know, why does everybody hate Patrick? <laughs> because I don't know how to answer this uh, guy.
0: I, got, I get everything up to why. I No one asks me why. <laughs> they just go. They, I, I mean, I get I, I swear to you, I get like DMs pretty consistently being like, what the fuck is up with your guy? It's usually extra <laughs> extracurricular outside of Axe to Grind, but I bear a lot of it. And Bob does too, I'm sure. But sure. it's literally like, yo, I might have to stop listening to you guys until, like, December. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, uh, why, did, why does anyone hate that guy? It's like, yo, I might get it now.
2: Yeah, yo, you know <laughs> what it
0: makes me think
2: of? Have you, you have you both seen the – it's some, like, little comedy clip. It's, like, a sketch comedy thing, I think. And it's it's a guy who's, like, a bro. And he's like, yo, me and Dylan been friends for years. Now this little dude comes around, and he's only known him for, like – maybe a year i don't know maybe and it's and it's him talking baby. about his friend who just had a baby and it's like it's so yo funny. <laughs> yo come get your boy yes but this is in this case i feel like tom patrick is the baby and the, oh, wow. a lot of the people coming to us are, are this uh, are the come get your boy w- w- because we're having to hear it um nah i i get it's a good mix pat you get you get you get people who enjoy your antics and then um People who want to uh, throttle you
1: because the the person I'm being asked about (laughs) the person I'm being asked about
0: I'll be mad charitable. I gotta be honest. (laughs) Well, but it's (laughs) no one's DMing me and be like, you know what, that guy Pat man, I like his off kilter. Fucking, he's just an enigma wrapped in a riddle. No one is (laughs) telling me that.
1: You know what though? That's that proves how self-selecting everything is because obviously I would get the the messages that are like. Hey man, just keep doing what you're doing. I love it. You know what I mean? Whereas nobody, sure, nobody's nobody's sure, gonna sure. hit you guys and say, Love what Patrick is doing.
0: <laughs> hey Bob. Hey Bob, question for you. Sure. Do you ever get messages to you about like me? No. That's a lie. You don't get people being like, Yo, I liked what you and Tom had to say. Oh, those. oh, oh, oh no,
2: I, I thought you meant negative. No, oh, yeah, they get plenty of people who say that, like, yeah. So no. Pat doing this whole self selection
0: bullshit. Oh, sure. I get well, like, oh, a fucking genius. Oh, that's listen. Cool. Nice.
1: I not to get into the politics. We're going to avoid it today, but you know, I I got a couple. I, got, I when we were talking about that shit, I got a couple people saying that you were definitely in the pocket of CNN, but it it's it wasn't a large amount, maybe two. It's you Max know what Vick I mean?
0: He's doing it to be thick. I was there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw him say that. It was Max <laughs> Vick who who fucking agrees with me ninety nine percent of the time.
1: He does, um, but I, I got one. I, I, I got one other GM. about that.
0: one other one.
1: <laughs> yeah, listen, I didn't say it was overwhelming.
0: <laughs> Yo, you Why know what? I, it's overwhelming. I,
2: I got to say that I did. I did get a couple messages from mutual friends and people who've known Patrick, but who've disliked him severe, like like severe, like maybe I'm driving to this kid's house and beating him up like mm. levels in the past on the Internet. Mm. Um, oh, fuck. That was going to be my theme for the episode. I'll tell you in a minute. But um, <laughs> who messaged me and gone, yo, the recent political episode, I appreciate it. I like the way that all three of you talked about it. You had like real rational conversations, talked out different ideas, really different stuff. And it was like, yo, know, I was surprised I found myself really relating with Pat because I'm so disenfranchised by both sides of things and the two party system, and I was like, Yo, you know, I, I feel that too, and it's it's sure. uh, it's just uh, so to give him a credit, I did get one message like that.
1: I'll okay. take one. one. I'll take um, one. But, take one,
2: uh, 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 yo. The theme I was gonna go for was like I was gonna pull up. Beach. Let me yeah. let me see if maybe I can even do it.
1: Was people people driving to my house to beat me up? Is that a theme?
2: So did that ever yeah, happen man. to you?
1: Uh. Mm, I've had threats. I don't think anybody's ever carried them out because nobody ever showed up. So, Pat,
0: this comic book, this comic book guy, yeah, person, yep. I'm imagining it's the guy because I feel like every,
1: yeah, no, you're strong, not wrong.
0: Strictly dudes, you're not wrong. Um, so people, like, is it one of these things like they low-key dislike the person, but like he's too powerful to say that, or is it like frowned upon for them to not like him? Like, what's uh, the deal? Uh, it-
1: Tom honestly what it is is a, a, and uh we've probably seen this honestly in hardcore music even as small as it is right. w- w- which is that uh a dude is on a run really doing great uh sure. and there's something very alienating about the way that he's doing it so the the an- the, the sort of like
0: uh, resentment is it, it, because he's he resentment... lucky or just because he's like
1: no, he's a hard worker and he's got some talent. He's just uh, like you know how it's possible to have too big a personality.
0: Yes, yeah. um, the, I'm, I'm on a, a podcast with somebody. <laughs> so it.
1: like, so like, uh, 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 you, okay. The way that I would put it is nobody's working against this guy, but nobody is going to be there to help him when he falls. You, you know what I mean? And right. no you know, one's it's, it's, for it's, him. It's,
2: it's yeah, it's story old as time where it's like, oh, clear talent, clear competency, clear good, and probably knows it. And we're we're not gonna we're not gonna slag rocks at their success. But when the fall comes, we're
0: waiting. You'll enjoy it a little bit. Right. So no yeah. one's no one's rooting for this person.
1: Precisely. But 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 is also undeniably successful at the moment. Now, Th- this is like a right. weird phenomenon that I see in all sorts of avenues of life where oh, nobody yeah. is rooting for yeah. you but you're doing well and then there's just total and It's not
0: even like a right. It's not a jealousy shot in thing either. It. Out
2: Literally.
0: the
1: ass.
2: No, What's I it? think it's I think it's a weird He said it's not even jealousy.
1: No, it's not. It's not. I mean, listen, I talked to a few creators a love, that are that are bitter, <laughs> but uh, for the most part it's not. It's just like I'm trying to think of a of if I could find a, a an analog in hardcore that wouldn't Get angry at me? Uh, I would say it, but I I don't think no. there's any chance that they wouldn't get angry because it's an ego thing. It's like yeah. when you're ride, when you're riding high, sometimes you're vilified, and then you lean into the heel roll. Do you know what I'm saying? And yep. and, and
2: of course because it because it makes it, it it makes that slog like yo if you're gonna if you're gonna man. if you're gonna make me, me right. the bad guy, fine I'll put on the black hat. Here I am. Yeah. yeah. LeBron well, James when he went to the Heat
1: uh you know what actually a decent comparison would be uh, in some respects code orange because when when people started to be like i don't know about this band they just put the pedal to the to the floor and said you know what N- now th- some of us have green dreadlocks now fuck off you know what i mean and and it's so now code orange no, I, think I think
2: they're is, a great ex- i think they're they're such a great example because they had a moment where everyone was in their bag. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, and Like that was a band who had unilateral interest from like, from worlds of people who typically wouldn't like that sound like so much so that, that it made someone like me who was like, Oh, that's what it sounds like. I'm probably not going to like that, but it made me go, all right, I, I have to hear this. I have to listen to this because, because I'm seeing all these people from across the spectrum who are not just saying, Hey, it's pretty good, but are riding for it. Got the yeah, shirts and, and jerseys, you know?
1: But you know the problem there. The problem is that once everybody likes it. Easy come, easy go. It, it, well, people start, at that point, the people, I we saw this the other day. Goddamn, what band was it? Where people were mad and they, it, like, basically, sometimes when, when, when the one voice in the wilderness yells, like, people are like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, you know what? It, it, I've seen them too much, too. You know what I mean? Like, they're doing too good, too. Fuck them. And that's what's happening to this dude right now. But just like Code Orange, I think, is starting to win a lot of those fans back, I think this dude just has to not fall in the next year. And people will be like, oh, yeah, he's he's got some good work. But if he falls in the next year while people are still feeling this way about him, uh, there's they're not going to be it's, it's
2: It's Mortal Kombat bottom of the pit with spikes.
1: Yeah. 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 But... Uh, so, so that's the type of, that's the type of dude that it is. And, uh, what's weird is age, age is fucking crazy because if I was 26, I'd be like, fuck this motherfucker. I can't wait for him to fail. God damn. I hope he fucking falls to the ground. But you know, at, at age 147, I, I'm like, yo, good for you, dog. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, I, I hope things are, I make hay while the sun is shining. It might not be there forever.
2: Yo, if you, I guess maybe that's a, a lesson from our wizened five hundred and thirty years of age is um if at a younger age you can learn to root for people, especially people you don't know. If you don't know someone, better. you got you you got no axe to grind, yeah root, root, or be neutral. Cause I, I think it's I think it's real easy at a young age to look over and it's sometimes it's not even jealousy. A lot of times it's not an act of jealousy, it's more a Man, why, why am I not doing what I – why am – it's so is jealousy – jealousy is looking at someone else and seeing them have something that you want or them succeeding and you're not. Figure out how to not have that weird internal bullshit. Um, and, and I guarantee you will feel so much better about whatever gains you make. Um, you guys want to answer some questions, just lighthearted, fun shit?
0: Sure, Can I have a hard talk- quick question for you, Bob let's, oh, let's, let's do
2: it. uh let's start with that tom go for it
0: all right so you know how like this i'm not gonna get into the political realm but like a lot of people on twitter were like if biden wins i will post picture my penis uh-huh Sh- show, post hole whatever the fucking people say on twitter nowadays yeah fucked up promised that if biden won they'd release um the split with mind eraser mm. do you know if that actually exists I am fairly certain
2: that there's not unreleased Mind Eraser songs. I am um, fairly certain that <clears throat> Fucked Up probably could throw some some tracks together here or there. Right. Uh, I'm, sure. I'm fairly certain that Mike from Fucked Up is a great troll, and uh, that got some great traction. So shout it out really to It really did.
0: People were real stoked.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I hope yeah. they figure it out and do it because I, I love both of those bands and it would be cool and it would be really funny for them to do it. Uh, based on Damien from Fucked Up posting an Instagram story with um, the Foreskin song Evil and a big wow. picture of Mike, I think uh, I think it's just a hoax. A, wow. A, a real uh, thumb in the pie to everyone but Damn canadians uh, get people excited they're sneaky mice man they're sneaky mice <laughs> um this one came on march 25th of 2020 so it feels particularly timely but ian asks uh an ian that i don't think we know title of the email does patrick still not wash his hands after the bathroom and then the body was please tell patrick to wash his hands my response was, we're still not sure on this. So uh, let's get to the bottom of it. Patrick, do you still not wash your hands after the bathroom?
1: What does the bathroom entail?
2: Wall. Oh. Um, anytime, anytime you're uh, relieving yourself of bodily um, you know, waste.
1: Uh, poo, I certainly wash my hands. Uh, mm-hmm. Pee, no.
2: How often do you piss in the sink?
1: Twice a year, wow.
0: Okay. Is it like times like oh, like Christmas Eve? <laughs> like is <are> <laughs> it's a ritual, <laughs> a little celebration? Twice a year, do you go like fuck? <laughs> I use my two allotments. <laughs> my allotment of two peas in the sink <laughs> at fucking Bombers <laughs> because the line was too long in the ba- in the men's room. Like, is it-
2: That's a great question too, um, Patrick. What's the last
0: time you ate at Bombers? Oh, uh, probably like two
1: thousand ten.
0: Okay. I think I age myself with that because that's like the go-to like vegetarian vegan spot to me in Albany. And anytime anyone from Albany is like Bombers, like what are you fucking ninety? Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> there's so many there's so many veg vegan options there now. So I'm gonna let you know the last time I was in Albany wasn't really doing that well, and there was like nothing. There was nowhere to go. Bombers <laughs> was like one of right. maybe three places.
1: Yeah. Now Christy there chopper. is
0: <laughs> yeah. and, and, the egg and, and, yeah. and bombers. Yeah. So now out, they're really close to QE too
1: <laughs> n- now on that same street, there is bourbon and wolves, which is, uh, kind of like, like good vegan f- fast food esque. you know what vegan I mean?
2: Like they do like, food, yeah. Wow, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so I went there with loud and it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, when are we taking that trip? When Pat's home for Christmas, when we you do the special home. episode, that's me. Wow. Is, is your brother going to go home for Christmas with his, with his beb?
1: Uh, you know what I I question, am man. what I'm wondering. I am going to probably buy my ticket uh, this afternoon to get home. Uh, as as always, uh, when people want to see their families uh, around uh, special times of the year, uh, any opportunity to price gouge uh, places will take that opportunity. So Amtrak is asking a full hundred dollars more than they typically do. Uh, yeah, maybe your brother a,
2: will just fly like a normal human.
1: Well, th- th- I was just listen. As much as I love the train, I was just about to say they're charging an additional $100 for a service that is impractical and really stupid. So like it's, it's absurd. (laughs) I think, I feel like they should be paying me at this point. Fuck off.
0: Well, because it's a holiday or like a buddy of mine works for Amtrak and his job was in jeopardy because of Mm. the stimulus package, not going through part of that package was like funding Amtrak.
1: Yep. Oh yeah. So, so check it out. It used to be that Amtrak was, Amtrak was a rock solid career for forever it, once you were right. in you, you you were in that was it and uh now with uh coronavirus and all that it's a very very scary moment for people with families that are working for some of these uh, uh travel businesses some of these uh uh it's yeah. it's scary so my the last time i heard that amtrak was going to do like a, a heavy redundancy sort of thing I, I don't know if that happened or not did it
0: um, I think he, he's, the last I've spoken to him, that he's okay for now. Yeah. Okay. This, this is the threat of constant fear yeah. of this bullshit. I mean, that's, yeah, it fucking sucks. But, I, you know, um, and they're running, like, I asked, you know, I'm curious. I'm like, you know, what's what are the trains like? He's like, they run, you know, their capacity is like 30% or something. Ugh, yeah. So it's like, a, that doesn't mean they're up to 30%. Here,
1: here's you know a- what I mean? Like, Here's politics I think we can all agree on you you guys check me if if you don't agree uh, okay. whether you think right, we'll whether try. whether you think we should get back to business as usual uh, or you think if we should re- retain some level uh, of lockdown uh, if if you've been paying taxes into a system and the government will not allow you to work then it is incumbent upon the government to pay you so yes, it, yes. this should in my view, this should be across the political spectrum. There should be no debate here. Well, like you can argue that you want to open up, but if we're not going to open up, <laughs> then, then people who, brave. people who have been paying their, their way into this fucking, uh, protection racket of a government should now get some of the benefit back. That's the way that these things are supposed to work. I'm very irritated whenever God. I hear about people that yep. are literally may not be able to feed their families, because of the and like you know Tom, you and I go back and forth on on lockdown uh, the, the the need or whatever. But the thing that I think we can agree on is that if it is a certainty that it has to happen, then you know Uncle Sam, you, got, you it's time for you to make good with the checks because you're not allowing that, people all to make a living.
0: Right. No, I said that the literally the, every argument we were like that's give people like fucking basic income mm-hmm. while they're closed, keep businesses solvent. For the time being, you know what I mean. Like I, there's no, there should be no fucking disagreement with that. No, yo, so, it, it's not. It's it doesn't see fucking a red hat or a blue hat or a red tire. It's like it doesn't fuck. We're no. all fucked.
2: Yeah. Yo, yo, so, yo like, do you guys you know? Really,
0: yeah. Do you guys know who owns Am- Amtrak? Isn't it the
2: government? It is government owned corporation, uh, for profit yes. corporation, and it's uh, murky. And you can look into it. It's basically a government-controlled entity through the Department of Transportation who owns all preferred stock. It is not a public offering, so you cannot buy any. So it's like a – it's not unlike USPS where it's not a government – It's not a a public utility, but it's not. It's not a branch of the government, but it is controlled by the government. And like, yo, that's the shit. I I do not like that. I think. No, uh,
1: uh, listen. uh,
0: Especially if
2: it's if especially when when it impacts service and it's like, yo, Amtrak, yo, more people should take trains. Like I'm making the joke like I would love to take a train across the country. Is it the most prudent or time effects? No, no, not at all. But would I prefer people were taking trains all the time? Fuck Yes. But but it, quite often it's it's financially does not make any sense for most Bob, people. So then they drive Bob, cars, not, and it's fucking right. insane. You pay, you pay
1: for it. it, it it's yep. it's uh, it, it's supplemented well, by I, the government. Know, you I, pay I, for I, it, and yet and yet it will not open its books to the public. The, so basically, it has corporate protections in all the worst ways, and government protections in all the worst ways. Amtrak yep. is. If for a thing that I really enjoy, and I think is
2: yeah. borderline. <laughs> I think all like, three of us are train heads. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it could also not for nothing when when we were talking about how pretty large portions of the United States are. There's no sure way to get people to enjoy those things than by putting them on a train. And I think That's it could right. be it could be genuinely good for for a country to have an efficient rail system, like 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 a, an overall good. To just the quality of life, not just getting places Especially the for one of, of,
2: of this size, you know, right. What I mean? Look, and if there's high speed rail from Chicago to the East Coast, it changes the entire section between those two places.
1: Yeah. And it's two, and it's two thirds a scam. So, so it's annoying that yeah. th- it's annoying to me. But let, yes. hold on. I want to talk hardcore for a second because uh, I, otherwise you'll get me on. Amtrak. Well, Let's get to
2: hardcore. The, the, when, when Tom, just to go all the way back, we're going to go up to Albany when Patrick's around. Uh, I asked about your brother because I want to get Frank on so we can just, me and Tom can talk about sports and oh, yeah, uh, we right. can do a full basketball. I want, mm-hmm. I want after Frank's procl- proclamation of LeBron is the best of all time. I want his top five.
1: So, so Frank's your dad,
2: right? Not Frank. Yeah. Frank's yeah. his dad. Not the brother.
1: Not the brother. No, but I think
2: Tim Tim probably could be involved in the conversation if he was around.
1: Oh, Tim, Tim but Tim is the biggest Mamba guy of all time. So because of...
2: That's because, what I want. Because of the when Tim my brother... Tim Frank Convo on LeBron versus KB? Awesome.
1: Because of when my brother was his age, he is yeah. fully in, in love.
2: the with, I get it. He's
1: fully in love with the play style of Kobe Bryant. Like like the, the unreal... Like not. Deep, yeah. deep affection, uh, hard not whereas, to be. My, whereas my father is a, a LeBron guy through and through, which I, I gotta say, I never expected because my father is Yo, you're, a, an elderly white guy. And his if elderly you had white asked
2: me before your proclamation that who does he think is better, Elgin Baylor or LeBron, I would have guessed Elgin
0: every time. So, it's, yeah, it's very progressive. Your dad's dad. favorite player was like Gordon Hayward, I'd go, ah, eh, track. <laughs> Listen, my nice dad.
1: Haircut, my it, precisely, my dad loves guys with military haircuts that can that can shoot like from the outside. Like that, that, that's what he really likes. But Remember he lo- dad
0: would be your dad's favorite.
1: He loves LeBron. There's just something about like I don't know. He just sees so much good in him. He loves him.
2: Um, all
0: right, and I think you know quite honestly, the good about him doesn't get promoted enough.
2: <laughs> no, he's incredible.
0: I, I think like, a, he, a human being too. Like he's a fucking good human being. I think this all comes up, Tom, because.
2: I think yeah. I think this comes up because Tom, I bet I bet da, Dad of Kindlin goes on about LeBron and is looking at passion, going, "You couldn't do this, you couldn't pull this off. Come on, <laughs> LeBron no, I'm not an amazing 16,
1: 18, physical specimen with an incredible work ethic. No,
0: yeah, you couldn't even I mean, open a school, huh? A, yeah." Yeah, you, you, had to, you had to play music, right? You couldn't have been doing these push ups fucking 30 <laughs> years ago. Um,
2: oh, now you want to get in shape. All right. All right. Yeah, cool. right. Cool.
0: You couldn't have fucking gotten a jump shot and you fucking no, gained some it? weight. Yeah. All right.
2: <laughs>
0: Let's see you body up uh, uh, Dwight Howard. Let's go. I would love to see PK try to D up like uh, Dwight Howard, Shaq. LeBron, even LeBron. I'd like to see him D up
2: me or you. It's all good.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be true too. But I would love to like have him like down, you know, underneath, you know, down low. Mm-hmm. Bob just lays in the fucking oh. the entry pass and yep. Patrick just listen get stuck in somebody's butt cheeks
1: you guys do not know how thick i currently am my center of gravity is the l- i'm guys i'm i'm a thick boy <laughs> you're
0: gonna say the world. lowest it's ever been
2: it's the lowest it's ever uh, been
0: my center of gravity is as low as it's ever been
2: tom tom we're <laughs> gonna we're gonna, to. we're gonna do post drills and it's gonna be uh, i i'm gonna back him into the basket and just do oh, shots over and over it's gonna be great oh,
0: embarrassing
2: i'm gonna we're gonna film this i'll bring a jersey for your dad um all right wait you want to talk hardcore let's get into hardcore because we've done hardcore wow i know
1: i want to talk hardcore because i was introduced to a new thing to me and it may or may not be a new thing to you so bob bob put together the meeting of the minds on people that like he made a group chat of people that enjoy amoebics
0: oh yeah yeah (laughs) okay and so it's just you two it was
2: uh, it was it was a really good mix, and it, it Tom at some point it devolved to where I woke up in the middle of the night at like three a.m. and there was random discussions of dropkick Murphys and uh, like and and various like ABC No Rio uh, also rants. Random. All right.
1: <laughs> so, uh, Dave Ackerman, friend of the show, and Sean Duty, friend of the show, were introduced sure. for the first time on this group chat, and uh, oh, both so of them. Good both of them are steeped in lots of different types of hardcore but they know so much more about crust than i do and so it was interesting just sitting in on this conversation between these two dudes who are not technically old heads but were really around during a transitional period for some types of music and kind of like know the old head bands maybe some of them personally and then also uh you know, Sean, Sean duty doesn't keep up on current crust at all. Uh, uh, Dave does, but, uh, it was, it was just really interesting. Uh, fun conversation the enthusiasm
2: but I, was incredible by the yeah. way.
1: And, like, and I'm just sitting like there with like a fly on the wall, talk right, of, of, yeah, it was great. But here's the band that I was introduced to that I had no idea existed. Cause I asked the guys, I said, Hey, were there any hype bands that, that their hype only lasted a summer? What Like, because that happens in the types of hardcore that I follow closely. That happens fucking every year. You know what I mean? Like we know that too well because we've covered a number of them just in our short time as a podcast. So I was, I couldn't think of any crust bands like that. And they named one that I'd never heard. And I've been enjoying the shit out of since I checked them out. Are you familiar with war dance orange?
0: Yes. No That's ChumbaCasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: Hi, I'm Daniela Clark. I'm Barbara Ann Wild. And we are The Honest AF Show.
1: I'm not. And now you are. And now I am, which is everybody. It's crust with one of the guys from a veil. And that's exactly what it sounds like. Exactly. So if that's of interest to you, something that has like, uh, like, you know, kind of a, a driving sort of uh tragedy esque sort of thing going on, but also the melodicism and sort of like, uh jumped up fun hardcore elements of a veil this is fucking lit and i had no idea it existed and i, I was I very
0: name i would be like oh they opened for like wargasm and the same black church at the rat in like 1992. that is what it sounds like yeah <laughs> orange
1: yeah yeah that's the name the name invokes all that but
2: yeah just uh, but um just tribal war records seven inch and then I think maybe a split if I'm remembering correctly
1: you, you nailed it yep
2: um a- and I, I that predates my time or interest, but I have heard this. And uh, yeah, weird, weird band. And you're right, a phenomenon that is pretty unique and doesn't happen all the time in Crust.
1: Reminded me of like some, I mean, very Richmond feeling in some respects and, and uh, very um, uh, sort of Virginia overall. Like uh, that band that I really like that I bring up a lot, uh, Trial by Fire, Uh, also flash in the pan sort of act i think members went on to cloak dagger but uh i love that record uh, ringing in the dawn and this had some of like some of the war dance orange dna seems to persist in in that band that i've liked for many years trial by fire so this this was just really a fun thing to trip over uh in a conversation that i didn't expect and i just wanted to reiterate to our listeners hardcore is fun
2: know hardcore is fun. Uh, start a group chat with people who don't know each other but whose interests overlap. The amount of exclamation points from both Sean Duty and Dave was was excellent. And yeah, it was it was a nice excitement. Um, other examples because I was asleep for most of the conversation, and Andrew had fully checked out by the time it got excited about punk music. Um, yep. <laughs> was uh, which was great. Um, I to my guts. Was uh, <laughs> there's a. There's a time frame – so when Tragedy popped, obviously Crust was hot, you know, and like the stadium Crust stuff. There was a little wave of things that were like, whoa, this band could be bigger. What's what's up with this? Um, one of the examples I'll give is this band Bombs Away, not to be confused with the New York hardcore Bombs Away from probably – one I was like, really? Yeah, Sibby, Vitalo yeah. Sibby, Vitallo, whatever. Um, this is – Portland band I'm pretty sure bombs away the 12 inches distorted thrash distorted thrash protestation it's fucking great Great um, name but it was like total flash in the pan i'll i'll try to find a, a youtube link but there's there's a few other fuck there was a band from Columbus who kind of had that same energy did like a couple split 7 inches like a single um, but it's it's funny because oh, it doesn't happen that much. Whereas here, it'll be like, "Yo, there's a hot demo or a great record came out," and then six months later, nobody's talking about it.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't I was have the totally internet, fascinated too. by these these dudes that had like Dave's knowledge of actually both of their knowledge of my mind. Yeah, very obscure great. festivals is fun as fuck. <laughs>
2: Oh, (laughs) we'll, we'll get, we'll get Dave to come talk about Barnfest. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. So we have a uh, new sponsor, uh, Every Plate, and you can find them at everyplate.com. You might go, what is that? Well, it's really easy, simple kind of pre-made meals that like meal kits. You know what a meal kit is, everybody? Every Plate is a meal kit that, uh, yo, to my taste, is right up there among the best.
1: So currently no vegan options, but there are vegetarian options. Is that correct?
2: That's right. I'm the omnivore of the group, so I eat everything. But I would say a solid 70% of my my eating, because I also am sort of health conscious, like I care a little bit about that stuff, I eat about 70% vegetarian. So with this kind of slate on every plate, I have chosen to go with the veggie options. They have a rotating menu. So every week they have different stuff. So it's very rarely ever the same thing. So far, what we've seen, what we've gotten experience has been pretty unique. So this is one of those things where you're going to get a great meal and you're going to sit something you enjoy that isn't going to damage your bank account in the way that both of us are known to damage our bank accounts when we want to eat. So I really encourage everyone to go to everyplate.com and you're going to get three weeks of EveryPlate meals for only $2.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering our promo code. It's not the standard promo code. It's a new one, but it's one you'll be able to remember. You're going to enter the promo code Grind 3 So again, you're going to get three weeks of EveryPlate meals for only $2.99 per meal. Go to everyplate.com enter that unique promo code Grind 3 I am recommending for this week, sweet potato and broccoli, Donbury. And uh, that was awesome. Kind of had the scallion lime rice and pickled cucumbers.
1: I don't know what a Donbury is, but we'll pick that up some other time. Everybody, that's everyplate.com. Uh, help us out by helping yourself out. Um,
2: Yo, know, this is a good thing to, to, to come off that. Had a conversation. Well, two comments. And this is for the listener, too. And this is more an activity. Maybe we'll do this next episode. One, the activity I was going to do was Twitter, Twitter, hardcore, Twitter, Instagram, hardcore. It makes me miss the conversations that were had on message boards, which makes me sad. (laughs) Sure. But I was going to try to find, like, I know there's some hardcore Reddit threads, and I was going to go through and have us respond to some of this shit. We have our own Reddit I, I think I knew that, but, but someone it, someone set that up for us, but we never used it. Yeah. Maybe we'll try to, maybe we'll, maybe we'll try to stoke the fire with a Reddit focused episode. Um, yeah. but just like Reddit slash hardcore or whatever it is and answer questions that are on there, but we have enough in our mailbag. Um, what I was going to bring up was, uh, two, can you think, and this is our activity for maybe next week's episode, can you think of the 10 to 15 and I, I say 10 to 15, oh it's just, you know, 10 ish hardcore bands that you think really matter right now.
1: Because I can it's a hard sticks.
2: time to answer that question. The, the fella I had this conversation with, and I'll keep it anonymous just so I don't spill the beans, um, named a few, a couple of which that I, I think he didn't know one, one's already broken up. Uh, and a couple, I think, brought this question. <clears throat> there There's a level of excitement that bands can generate online, right? But there was always the proof is in the pudding when they had to play shows. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh not shit, the, when this band plays, it's lit. Now. It's crazy. Not the case now. So that question gets harder, and that's why I ask it. Like, What, and as we eventually, inevitably, maybe someday, 2022, come out of this and have regular shows again, What are the bands that are going to matter, and and so then it's like it frames the question as both one, who are the bands hardcore bands that matter right now, two, are they still going to matter when shows come back? Uh, So so do some thinking on that. I don't know that we need to even name any right now, but but I think it's a funny question because of that exact thing. There's not there's this kind of disconnect between when bands get a bunch of talk online, but then you go see them, it's like oh yeah, you know thirty people were psyched. Sick, you know, that's it. Um, and and right now there's no there's no there's no sounding board for 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 the other, if that makes sense. And is that that's different than how it was even three years ago, right?
1: Yeah, you eventually had to show and prove. Uh, some bands put it off as long as humanly fucking possible, but uh, now you could be an internet phenomenon. Uh, I think my my read on the hardcore landscape. People are fucking thirsty right now. If you had something hot that you you could spare, you know what I mean? Uh, You should put it out. And I've been the guy that said from the beginning, don't put music out during this period unless it's like an EP if you're an established band. Uh, But everybody, including you two, I think, has told me, no, this is a good time if you are a nothing band, if you're a baby band, if you have nothing under your your belt. uh, Now wouldn't be a bad time at all. And I've kind of pushed back a little bit, said, eh, I'm not sure, but I'm starting to go with it. I think th- I'm seeing stuff like the uh the SWAT demo you know, sold well. And and it's I think it's big, a, right? I, I think it's a really I think it's a really great demo, but I think it also benefits from the fact that yo, know, we're we're this people are thirsty. There's nothing going on. You know what I mean? So uh I've kind of uh readjusted my thinking on this.
0: I mean even that the I've, I don't know if you guys have listened to it. You'd be the only people I know that haven't. Um, that the skinhead. Evening, oh yeah, skinhead. Yeah, like that was all. That was all anyone talked about. Took over like, the internet literally.
2: for a week. Took over hardcore like, internet for a week, and it. To yeah. be honest, it deserves every second of it, and it probably it's deserves so more. Catchy. It's
0: very good. It's very, 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 very well done. But like, I I can't tell you how many like people that like probably wouldn't necessarily gravitate to that like listen to it and they're like oh what the fuck like this is fucking it's it's so well done but i think like there was literally nothing like there was nothing else out so it was like this is the only like if you like fucking metalcore people were fucking jocking it if you like fucking oi, if you liked anything it was the fucking talk of yeah everybody you know, was posting internet. about it i mean
2: i think about other bands like like I think this might be inspiring people to go oh this was just some little project I was going to try uh shit I'm going to I'm going to do this this is cool I mean
0: yeah. now they have 3000 monthly listeners on Spotify
2: right yo I mean good example close to home Ian uh from RJC doing military yeah. gun yo right pretty soon he's Ian from military gun that shit's yeah. hot true you know people are loving that so uh i think he has plans to do more i'm not totally sure but like he'd be he'd be crazy not to it's it's crazy so um so if anybody's uh thinking about doing something new get off your ass and get something done um so anyways maybe we'll do that next week is think about 10 or so hardcore bands that you think matter uh right now and will they still matter when we get out of all this um the What was the other fucking big thing? I had another question for you guys. I can't totally. Oh, okay. Um, Here's a question from me to you guys. Is right now, I think we've seen this hardcore and punk and the like weird. There's there's bands who identify as we're a punk band, we're a hardcore band. There's bands who do the middle. To me, it's always been semantic. But then it's pretty clear, like, oh, hey, this is a band who's a lot closer to metal or metalcore, and to call them punk feels inauthentic, and then you can go way out on the other side, and some band that's, you know, spikes and bondage would feel weird to call them strictly hardcore, unless sonically they were really pushing that way. So I get it. But right now it feels like those things are further apart than they've been in a while, the idea of punk and hardcore. Do you agree or disagree?
1: Okay, I'm, so here's how I was going to say, no, I think they're actually closer than usual, but then I realized I'm so fucking far from the punk world that I cannot speak with any understanding of this. like when i'm when I'm told that there's still punk shows that are not uh, like okay, let me put it like this. My only exposure to punk in the last 10 years has been very hardcore influenced punk and the bands that are playing right. punk punk to to my eye are far older people right they're the legacy acts are still playing
2: but like the sonic sound of it sure sure sure
1: yeah but but the the actual punk bands that i've seen are all they need is a shower and they're hardcore bands so i <laughs> uh, i was going to say that they're really close but it just occurred to me while the words were coming out of my mouth that I'm not plugged in enough with punk to even speak on that. I, I don't know.
2: Tom, what do you think? And then I, I will kind of respond there because there's a couple of things I want to.
0: Yeah. I mean, to. I think Patrick's not wrong. I think for punk, it's either like older folks or very, very young folks. Sure. That are doing like the, you know, like, Hey, it's my first band. I'm a punk band. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, 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 again, like, I don't, you know. Yeah. Right. Well, so I he, go to shows, so like, punk. Like, to me, like, fucking Concealed Blade is a punk band. For sure. And Warthog, right? Like, Yes. Like, right, but, exactly. but, like, yo, if you like
2: hardcore, that Warthog EP is fucking, fucking great Fred hardcore. Right, um, right. I bring this up because that band, I think we played them on here as band Ninth Circle. Kind of crustier hardcore band, crustier punk hardcore band from Austin, right? Uh it's, it's awesome. I think it's one of the best records that came out in a long time. Um, and it finally got pressed on vinyl and I was like, Oh shit, where do I order this? And it was very hard. There's no band camp. There's no big cartel. There's a band camp, but I don't think it's available through there, but there's no big cartel. There's no label site. I think it's nascently self-released, but, but there was a small label attached to it. So I was seeing it online. I'm like, shit, how do I like, and I'm going to have to message someone, I guess. But, uh, but then someone hipped me and was like, oh, yeah, you know, like a lot of these bands, and it kind of made sense, not to cite Ninth Circle, but but like there's almost an anti ness to a lot of the punk scene. And I'm not talking sound punk. Like if you heard these bands, you'd be like, oh, this is just like a hardcore band, you know, Exit Order, for right. example, um, where it's like, nah, they kind of push away from it being like, hey, here's our flyer on Instagram band account, you know. I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." Because to me, in in hardcore, like, if we really wanted to get into it, I guess we could talk about how it's sort of unsightly that that this is how we have to do it, and you know, Instagram and blah blah blah, and like, we could get into a conversation. But for the most part, I think you guys are all on the same boat as me and most people in bands are. It's like uh, this is we're just we're just playing with the hand we were dealt. You know, this yeah. is what this is how you promote your band. This is how you promote
0: your shit. Um, you can still make flyers, yeah? Please, please do, please. I I still do. Our posters are you know, cool. fucking cool shit, super cool. But, but didn't that fantasy kind of die when they found the they the picture with the dude from tragedy with a fucking iPhone? <laughs> in his well, hand. that's I mean, we?
2: that's my thought is that there. I think there's we're now several generations removed from that, and maybe there's people who are pushing further away, and and you know maybe it's just shit I'm not seeing, but uh, but I I thought it was interesting conversation because. We take this shit for granted, but then it's like, yo, sometimes it's still hard to find info on a band or when they're playing shows. And is that good or bad or just different
0: than it once was? Um, So how do you get that record? Do you have to like write away to somebody. I mean, to reality, I, I mean, in reality, like, here's the reality.
2: I message the person on Instagram. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Oh great! So yeah. it's so all... you didn't go to the fucking big cartel. Yeah, it's the
2: same difference, right? And that's that's. I, I think I'm in the same boat where it's like, okay, you know, like I would because to me that's a record. I, I want to come on here and be like, yo, everybody go go fucking order this from this
0: label. But I don't know how to. Um, right. Go to your local record store. Bring an egg. Bring it to the guy at the counter. Say Bob sent me, and then they'll just give you one,
2: yeah, right, 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 right. yeah. And they'll ask, <laughs> you three, they'll ask you three riddles. Um, but I, I think it's interesting too because we live in sort of a fragile ecosystem with this shit and hardcore. To me, you guys are both familiar with Grave Mistake Records, right? Yep, okay. Um, even if you're not super like not like versed in their their catalog, you probably know what it is. Uh, the dude, Alex DiMatteo, who's been doing Great Mistake for <laughs> starting to close in on 20 years here, Alex. Richmond, right? Uh, Richmond, yeah. Yep. I think the first record he put out was the 86 Mentality 7-inch. Sounds right. But right. He, uh, he's been doing this for a long time, has one of the best distros out there. But it was always this place that served as kind of a bridge between people who were – more in like the, the more modern sense hardcore scene. What was going on. Like like what would have been the Bridge Nine world or Death Wish or, or whatever. Almost used that at the time as this like keyhole into a world that maybe they weren't in yet. But here's a way to check stuff out. You know. Same, same story. The label Dead Alive uh, from New Jersey that became Manic Ride. Dude had a crazy distro. And it sort of served again... As this keyhole for for kids who are more hardcore kids to discover a lot more punk music, you know it was like oh well you're not going to jump into ordering from uh, HG Fact or Hardcore Holocaust, but you'll discover Dead Alive and then you'll move into those worlds too. Um, and I think that those are few and far between. Grave Mistake is is doing a lot of stuff again now, so I'd encourage people to check that out. Uh, there's a couple labels, beach impediment, etc. Um, Sorry state. Um, is it sorry state or talks? Yeah. Sorry state. Uh, sorry state from Raleigh has a great online store and great. solid location. state. Uh, sorry state, not solid. State. I know, I'm yeah. joking.
0: Solid state is a religious one.
2: Yeah. Sorry state. Um, but, uh, but it's, it's, it's funny how those things can kind of just drift apart and usually they drift back. But, but when there's distance, all of a sudden you're not seeing stuff that comes out. And uh, it ends up being blind spotted, which is really interesting because I think there is stuff like there's no reason somebody who likes Gulch wouldn't at least be interested to hear Ninth Circle. You know what I mean? Right. And be shocked. That, yeah, but that's not. But it's be not it's because of the distance there. It's it's sort of a weird time.
0: I'll say that. Yeah. I mean, and and even as a kid or like, yeah. you know, or as a young adult, like Neil Tribal War was like at every show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, like. Great example. So, like the kids that were going to see, like fucking Sub Zero, knew about nausea, right?
2: And had access to the
0: Tribal War Records catalog and distro, right there. Like that dude was like down with all of us. Like we all, like he was cool to all of us. It wasn't like you're you're not punk enough, you're not this enough. Like he was just there. You know what I mean? And and I think it there's something to be said for that.
2: Yeah. So so so, so shout out to that. Um, so the two questions for you guys in the audience. Uh, you guys answered the is punk closer to hardcore or further away now, so so people I'd love answers on that and thoughts on that, and then the second part being what are the ten ish or so hardcore bands that you think really matter right now and and as always you guys are good with this because you are on a podcast but if you're thinking this give your reasons because that that really puts it if you just give a list of bands it's like cool list guy <laughs> right um, PK what you got
1: yeah also the the, the coolest phenomenon it just makes it look like you're friends if you can't explain to me why you know what I mean like if if there's right. like if a young
0: standard right
1: if if there's like a young band that I don't know about but is fucking killing like the coastal plain states or some shit and I'm not plugged in and you're telling me hey this is an ambitious band that's gonna be on everybody's fucking uh lips in a year yo I'll believe you but you have to say that you can't just say uh you know <clears throat> pry bar holocaust you know what i mean it's like what okay what <laughs>
2: I
0: mean, yeah. why yeah exactly Yo, let, let's let's like do this every band ever Yo, it was like pry bar holocaust yes. killing it
2: on the third coast right now their shows are getting wild they just started they got a seven inch that i think is going to be wild coming out early next year boom that's all you got to say that That's so much more than just a name. So anyways, and, um, and you will, shout out for that.
1: you will turn us on to the band if we don't know them, and you will definitely turn anybody that is on Twitter that is reading your shit with that small pitch versus Prybar Holocaust, which isn't even a good name. You understand? So everybody respond accordingly, please.
2: Thank you. Um, you guys want to answer? Let's answer like three or four questions and then call it a day. Sure. Mike emailed us and says a couple questions for the mailbag. Do you think there is any other subculture, music or otherwise, where people from wildly different ends of the spectrum operate and somewhat and operate somewhat cohesively? I'm speaking of the idea that at a show we can realistically have a lawyer, a doctor and legitimate criminals perform and go well. If you want to delve deeper into the wild the weird cohabitation of criminals and upstanding people in hardcore, it would be cool to hear your perspectives. But I also know it's both a touchy subject and a tough one. Mm-hmm. Uh I think we can talk about that. Are there any yeah. other subcultures
0: where that happens? I mean I think there's like hip hop. Yep. A lot of rap. You know what I mean? A lot of fucking you know, there's doctors involved in there and there's, you know, criminals just like there are in hardcore. For sure. Uh, um Let's see. Yeah, I mean I mean hardcore the, and punk
2: music seems like the most frequent, um, probably like film. No. Yeah. Yeah. Probably film. And especially like on the, the more indie side right. of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the startup level filmmakers who are trying to get shit going. Uh, I bet there's a lot of different, uh, there's a lot of different money paying the bills and, and there might even be, maybe there's less doctors and lawyers, but I do no, know. I don't know. I think there's a lot of people who try to get their creative juice on through that way. So,
0: well, what about we comic know-
1: books? we know of one band where one guy is a doctor and the other guy is a criminal that like sometimes that's the same band, particularly if you've been (laughs) playing for fucking 20 years. If you've been playing for 20 years as a band that is not a full-time band that can't make their their living off of it, rest assured that people are going to go in different directions, even if you're from the exact same place. So, uh, which I find pretty interesting. Uh, Like Tom, you've got, You've got uh, a politician in your band. You've got—correct uh, me if I'm wrong—a firefighter. Uh, it, 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 I mean, a
0: lieutenant, like the head of like the FDN. I mean, yeah, uh, lieutenant at the FDNY, a school counselor, and um, nurse. A—I forget exact Rachel's exact title, but she's she tells you like when someone gets something removed from you, and she does like the biopsy to tell you what the hell's wrong with
1: you. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. So I mean we're we're an weirdo outliers <laughs> but like yeah i mean his band you know we've played a lot of, more often than not we've played shows with felons yeah no, yeah. i mean i i you think know. of
2: this this is what i call it i call this mcmurdo syndrome because uh you guys familiar with mcmurdo it's the the station down in antarctica
1: oh i thought yes. it, i and thought it was a, a mario villain by North oh
2: no yo that would be cool uh bomb um McMurdo. By the, when I was nineteen, I really had I not been in uh, you know a romantic entanglement, I probably would have gone for it because I didn't have anything else holding me anywhere at that point. Um, if you're ever on a dark day, look at the McMurdo uh, uh, whatever ice station for lack of a better science station for their careers or employment. So it's six to eight month terms, I think, but they have everything from you know, fucking crazy high need scientific positions it's like oh yeah we need we need five uh biochemists with 25 plus years experience in these specific fields um we also need an activities director uh you know so some experience as a camp counselor would help and uh we also have need for janitorial staff and so y'all go down there and it's not a ton of people I don't know what the the working population is of the station, but it's not a lot. And you're all down there and you're kind of trapped down there with each other for however long, six months or so. And that is fucking fascinating to me. The idea that like, yo, you might be getting coffee and the biochemist next to you, you both like the same sports team. And, uh, you know, when you go off and clean the toilets, they go off and, you know, cure cancer. And then you come back and watch the game together later that night, you know. Right. Right and that's not that different than than what you find at a hardcore show.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's, it's uh, a you know and and look like uh, we're all adults we know that somebody's always going to be in trouble. Uh that's just kind of the nature of uh, you know the l- l- group group dynamics uh but uh as you get older you want people to hopefully come out of their criminal phase cuz you don't want to see anybody waste their life in imprisonment. Uh and Uh, it has been encouraging for me and Tom might have a different, (laughs) Tom might have a different view being from New York where it goes, it might skew the other direction, but it's been encouraging to me to see like a lot of the like classic, like reprobate sort of motherfuckers that I I knew from hardcore kind of like, you know, clean up, uh, have families do the shit that they want to do in life. Uh, and I've, I don't know if I can chalk any of that up to hardcore, but there's probably some, some virtue to having a community you know that's been helpful to to, to people cleaning their lives up in some respect
0: yeah that have, uh, that's ultimately positive yeah
2: okay uh what about next, comic book? next question oh, okay. oh no do you have anything else on that last one okay are the days of an icon? Start us off on this one, Tom. Are there the days of an iconic band shirt design done? Black flag bars, misfit skull, etc. Seems like people want more design, and bands move on from designs. Seems like people want more designs, and bands move on from designs very quickly. So, Tom, are the days of iconic band shirt designs done?
0: Well, I mean, it's funny the two uh, the two um, examples given were actually stolen, right? Oh, were they? Black flag bars wasn't that taken from something? I'm not sure about that one. Misfit skull was stolen from like, wasn't it from the misfits, like the movie? Yeah, I believe so.
2: Like the crimson ghost is from something. Crimson ghost is from another horror movie. The misfit skull. I'm trying. I thought Danzig's Danzig skull is stolen from the Christ Star um, comic book. Yeah. And misfit skull. uh, um, The yeah the skeletal figure. It's from the. Uh, 1946 film serial, the Crimson Ghost, the skull image would serve as the Misfits logo. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of the last. I feel like may- may- there might have been bands in the interim, but the last band that I can think that literally just was like, "This is what we have." It's a different color at the show. Mm-hmm. It was Bane. Oh, so the Bane just logo shirt. Yeah, um, right. I mean, I think like they you- pretty much. The colorways changed, but the design stayed the same. I think most people want, you know, that's the shirt. To, and know, then you think about the Bane zip hood, um, the AN hood, zip yeah. hood, uh,
2: Outburst your or Outburst Outbreak your Scum shirt was an iconic shirt for that time frame. Um, that probably, if because the band had a short legacy, it didn't continue as an iconic shirt. But in 2005, you saw that shirt at every show. Um, Trash Talk Destroy shirt. The upside down. Oh key yeah, sign. yeah, incredible.
0: Um, yeah, ceremony had terror two. shirt too. What's that? There was a terror shirt or two. That was pretty.
2: Yeah, the terror basically that terror eagle like logo. Yeah, the demo that was a big one. Um, ceremony with the roses shirt. Yeah, they did that for a long time. Um, I'm trying the, to think of something the last of, ten years.
1: Of all the ones that we've talked about, that ceremony roses shirt is is probably my favorite. I thought that that was really uh, good. Yeah, I think I think that that applied to different colorways, and like just was a cool design that uh, didn't tell you a ton about the band, and actually was counterintuitive because the band at that point was pretty ugly sounding. Uh, but they they stuck with it, and it became iconic, which I thought was cool. Like if you just run with this thing that is like counterintuitive and kind of interesting for that reason, people go, hmm, all right, I guess that's the vibe
0: yeah rain supreme had the same thing for the rain's up if, sure or, they sold a lot of yeah. those shirts
2: rain's up ream yeah. yeah um yeah it's 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 interesting so has the iconic band shirt design gone away no um because there's a long lineage of it sometimes it's more popular and lasting than others
0: um there are several black flag shirts yeah oh not yeah. a logo hmm
2: I mean, the My Not War just, shirt is iconic, you know, the, the, just, that's a good point. The, the bars, cause the black flag bars, there are shirts of that, I guess, uh, just the black flag with the bars in the middle. Yeah. Um, bad <laughs> right, brains, like, t- lightning strike the capital, you know, like there's some iconic ones, but I think, you know, you go forward, like if I say the band bold, you both think of the t-shirt just as quickly as the music, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Right. Right. Um, so that the iconic shirt is not done. I'm trying to think of some examples of the last few years, but I think there's a few out there, you know? Um, I think the the recipe for it, though, typically, is it has to be somewhat of your own, which is to say, like, we just identified that the Misfit skull was was taken, but they reappropriated that image pretty hard, and it became their own thing. The Gulch Sanrio hoodie... Is almost too – it's like more of a rip-off. If they're if you, doing a rip-off logo, you have to have kind of your own flavor on it for it to be iconic. Oh, you know what? The incendiary um, – the casket, the uh, the New York thing. Oh, the, the,
0: product, yes, of the, the product of New York. Product
2: yeah, of New York. Yeah, I, I think they're, that's yes, pretty iconic. Very true. So cool. there, there's, there's some examples. Um, I'm sure there's some people who are shouting like this shirt right now. So sorry. Integrity had that – their Integrity Box logo shirt
1: huge oh the integrity box logo is my is in some ways my favorite because it's hideous i think it's like a terrible terrible shirt and the uh, fact that no, it has, it's pretty the, the fact that it persists is wild to me like it's pretty yeah. horrible shirt that has become iconic
2: i think it's True. uh there's something with the the text and the size of the box like it's a lot like how that's su- the supreme thing like
1: yeah precisely
2: it has to be the right size and the look in the box, so it all works. It, it frames well. Integrity's done it a million times with different back art, so um, it works both as a logo and as a t-shirt design. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't hate it. Um, the skull is cooler. Yeah, true. Cooler. That's a. We should do. We should do. Um, when we eventually devolve into just doing listicles, um, <laughs> we can do best, best hardcore skull like like. Where? How far up does the Misfit Skull land? Is Jane Doe Skull better than Integrity Skull? Oh, no. Okay, let's do it's this one real right quick. Oh, is the, is the Jane Doe face, is it a skull? It's just a face, right?
1: Face.
0: Yes, but that's, I mean, also, Jesus Christ, yeah. they sold that for 20 years. Yeah. All right, what, what's a better skull, the
2: Integrity Skull or the Misfit Skull? I'm going to go miss it. Integrity. Yeah, I think so, too. Okay, all right. Then Then bonus question for both of you. Danzig Skull or Integrity Skull?
1: Uh, that's tough, but I'm going Integrity. I'm
2: go I think I'm the going Danzig's Danzig. I'm going Danzig. That Skull's so fucking cool with the horns. Fuck yeah. All right. Um, thanks for the questions, Mike. A couple more, and then we'll go.
1: Hold on. Wait a second. Yep. Let, let, let's somebody send oh, us a list uh, yeah. of all the skulls, whether that's like, yeah, there's the, we'll do it right I'm trying right. to think there's a the youth attack skull. Man is the bastard skull. Um, uh, well, TUI doesn't like, have a skull. The they just got a face, right?
2: That's let's, let's include faces and in skulls.
1: Okay. Uh, I want I, I th-
2: want Jane Doe in there. I want the TUI face.
1: I think Vane's High got a face. face. Who? Vane's got a face. I think Vane
2: does have a face. Too. Yep. 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 So let's do this. All the high contrast faces and skulls. I'll do a little work on my end, but somebody else help me with this. Don't just Thank send you. one at a time. Send a whole list. Thank you.
1: Yes, please.
2: Um, we'll send you something. Um, okay. Good request, PK. This is yeah. When we go listicle, we'll maybe we do a week where we just do uh, thirty-minute episodes every day that are listed What about the Mad Ball? <sighs>
1: <sighs> that face. Ooh.
2: Ooh. Um. Let's fucking count it. Let's do it. It's in. It's in the face. Faces and skull logos. uh, And we'll do the best, however many. Um, Bobby says, best podcast ever. Thank you. Very, very kind words. Thank you, Bobby. Um, Thanks, Bobby. My favorite... My fun question for the team is, who are the comparable bands in hardcore to some of the musical greats in history, i.e. Beatles, Led Zeppelin, Nirvana, etc.? Doesn't have to be Sonic similarity, but the overall vibe impact and influence the band has left on other bands peers and their fans for example uh bobby is saying fugazi is the radio head of hardcore stoked to hear some of your thoughts thanks from a loyal patreon bobby thanks
0: bobby i think that's a tough question because like it depending on your view of the beatles say right right like some people think it's the fucking greatest stuff ever made and we've never touched it since some people fucking downright load them. So like first thing I thought was like Beatles would probably be like agnostic front. Okay. So it's interesting, not that the you... first, but pretty great.
1: So so Tom, you're absolutely right that it depends on your view of the Beatles because my thought was who was essentially a boy band that became smart. You know what I mean? And <laughs> and I and that was my framing because that's what the Beatles were basically. And and right. then and then yeah. I was trying to think of who became smart, and and with hardcore that's tough because we don't like we love a lot of post hardcore, but yeah, for the for the purposes of this conversation, we'd want to make it the same band, like a band that uh, like evolved from something relatively simple yeah. but talented into something uh, kind of iconic or or, or clever. And yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is.
2: The Beatles, let me, let me try a couple. Um, I'm going to give bad brains are the Led Zeppelin of hardcore. Sure. Yep. Uh, start with a certain sound. The sound evolves slowly, but gradually. And there's people who perhaps prefer the later material over the early material. Their earlier material might be seen as a more traditional form, pretty, pretty prolific and, uh, noted competency in their field. Um, Started with covers, and et cetera, that kind of stuff. Beatles, I was going to say, who? Would, I just had it on the tip of my fucking tongue because you said that boy band comment. Um, oh, no, 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 no. That's okay. Are the cro the Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young of hard? Fuck. <laughs>
1: <Remember> <laughs> they're, changes, they're the Fleetwood uh, Mac. Drama.
2: They're the Fleetwood Mac?
0: Oh, shit. <sighs> Damn. Um, are they the nirvana because they only have really one record well, that, and everyone that, else that was the it. other
2: i was thinking i was like is is uh are the chromags to 80s hardcore uh boston to 70s classic rock they just have one banger album that just has hit after hit and everyone's making up how much they like the other ones <laughs> yes um i like the fleetwood mac um, and i really just like there's some fleetwood mac video where uh stevie nixon what's the dude's name uh lindsey buckingham is that it yeah are are performing and basically just screaming at each other like a fight and i was like oh love to see harley and jj with that energy um (laughs) the beatles man that's a tough one let's do who are the beatles of hardcore or is it black flag
0: can i i mean the only reason being because the beatles broke a lot of ground in terms of like live shows like like shea stadium was like the first like arena show well right so so broke a lot of ground but think about this i start off with a sound that's really it's
1: it's black flag (laughs) yes you you got it yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) like
2: so that's black flag start off with a simple simple sound that's pretty accessible and almost everyone uniformly likes and as it goes on it gets weirder right
0: yeah exactly okay so like sergeant pepper is like what slip it in sergeant pepper maybe is my war
2: because word, people okay. can still all sort of vibe on it, even though there's maybe half a record that people are like, eh, I don't know about this stuff. Um, and then what is what is the Beatles loose nut? Oh, I don't what's,
0: even know. What's what's where
2: it's off rails? Is that is that like the first solo John Lennon record?
0: And that's and certainly off wings. the rails.
2: Oh fuck! No, it, maybe it's uh, Ram, the f- one of the early Paul McCartney solo records. God, uh, I low key really like a couple yeah. uh, Wings records. wing records. Um, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think it is. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, Magical Mystery Tour, Yellow Submarine is uh, <laughs> Lucina. Um,
1: Hold on. Uh, don't ask me anything for thirty seconds. I'll be right back.
2: Okay. Tom, could we say yes? Who is the Nirvana of hardcore? Yeah, who is the Nirvana? Um.
0: So I'm trying to think of how I would set sick this. of it all. Sick of it all. The only reason being is they brought it to a larger. Okay. I'm either saying hate breed or sick. Oh, okay. Because they took like stuff that was going on already that was smaller, and fucking blew it out.
2: So maybe I would go with Hatebreed Maybe over sick of it all but you're sick of it all right. it's so funny if sick of it all happens a decade later who knows what sick of it all would be you know right like like if their sound was 10 years later they might just be hate breed you know because right sick of it all in sick of it all you know blood sweat and no tears in 1999 feels quaint but 1989 is like holy shit what the hell's going right. on sure. um
0: but I think Hey Brie might be like the, like, hey might be, yeah. we took, like, stuff that people already liked. Super aggressive. And larger.
2: Made it big. Came from a world that you could find peers, but not sonically, you know? Like, I don't think there's many people. Like, I think there's plenty of people who like plenty of grunge or alt bands more than Nirvana. But there's no, like, hey, if you like Nevermind, you might like this record more. You know what I mean? And I think that's kind of the thing for, for the first two hate breed LPs. Like, like, is there a parallel? Is there a, like, Hey, if you like, um, uh, what's the first hate breed record called? My brain's f- satisfaction. If you like satisfaction, yeah. you might like this record more. I don't know. N-
1: nobody's, nobody's I ever think said that. Did. Yeah.
2: So maybe I, I appreciate that because again, like, I think there's plenty of people who might be like, yeah, you know, like, I like Nirvana, but I like this band more. But nobody's going, hey, if you love Nirvana, if you love the Nevermind record, you really should check
0: out Core by Stone Temple Pilots, right? Like, it's just not happening. (laughs) Right. They might go, you should check out, like, Tad or, like, the Pixies or something. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, you you might want to check out Sonic Youth. Who knows? But, But nobody's saying, hey, this record's good, but this is a better version of it. Yeah. Um, okay, that's a fun game. Any others that you can think of that would strike you for this question? Because it's f- kind of fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, let me think of another. Who are the Rolling Stones of Hardcore? That might, that, be, that
1: might be A.F.
0: You think, oh, yeah. Yeah, that might be A.F. Because yeah, Keith and Mick and exactly. Roger and Vinny. It's, exactly. Yeah, you right.
2: Oh, great pull. Great pull. Okay, then who is sick of it all? Who is the sick of it all? Long running. Is sick of it all The Who? I don't know.
1: Yo, The Who is crazy because kids don't care about The Who, like, and The Who is... But, yo, hits, hits. Some hits on hits. And forget the fucking hits. They've got some fucking deep cut bangers. Yeah, yes, Uh, they do. Really clever band that, like, kind of just got waysided.
2: Well, and they they get... They're in the conversation and they get name checked, but not in the way they should. They don't get they don't get credited for being a band that like not just has hits, not just has great records, but really, really mattered for a long time. And I think that's yeah. it. And, all.
1: and uh, yeah. Okay. All right. I'll give it to. Him.
2: Uh, who is the ABBA of hardcore?
1: Oh, In- instantly likable, guys, but, a, is- but, a, but a, uh, uh, potentially uh, guilty. Uh, potentially
2: uh, guilty pleasure. Maybe at a time it's like, yo, completely, you can't even say you like this, but with time, maybe people look back and go, eh, you know, not, not <laughs> super offensive. I know. It's tough. That might be H2O. And if, if you guys got any, uh, that's my last, Ooh, Ooh, H2O might be the ABBA of hardcore shit. Fuck. That's really good. That's really yeah. good. At the time, so, uh, everyone's okay. all in. Hey, this is cool. Right. And everybody's kind of checking each other. Lots of dancing at their shows. Yeah. Yeah. H. H. Jose Abba. You guys got any others? I'm out.
1: I'd have to think about it. Who's uh, a yeah, classic. Who's
0: Black Sabbath. Ooh, Black Sabbath. All right. I thought that was minor threat. You know
2: what? Let's give Black, Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath has more. Part of, I think part of Black Sabbath is their their longevity and mm-hmm. the amount of material. Because part of minor threat is that they're just a couple. Like, Short-lived short-lived but just so impactful like right like if black sabbath did two albums i'd say it's black sabbath no that's fair Fuck. um but it but but for overall i'm
1: going impact, with shy halud for the vocal change
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: that's
2: sure that's a good point um
0: i don't I'm- i was gonna say who's been around for a long time with more than one vocalist
2: that's that was the thing and i the kept fixating on too yeah that also just was like, oh fuck! I let's Chad do. This. did
0: come back, like Ozzy. Let's it's, do this.
2: You know. Shai Halud is the Black Sabbath of metalcore, not of okay. hardcore, yeah. not of not of punk and hardcore, but blacks, it's, They are the Black Sabbath of of metalcore. Um, minor threat. Black Sabbath is a hard one because I, I <laughs> I'm I'm saying the longevity, but like everything else could track. If we're just going on... I mean,
0: just because if you think about Black Sabbath, they put out, like, fucking four records in, like, four years or something.
2: Four records in four years that changed the game for heavy music. And that, all right, yo, Minor Threat is the hardcore Black Sabbath because they just changed the game. And it's both on competency, personality, and, like, the energy of those records. Like, that's the biggest thing is that those Minor Threat records are both so competent and so good, but they're just dripping with everything you'd want from a punk or hardcore band. Like there's attitude, right. there's opinions, there's aggression. Um, it's clever in the way that it's like not, it can be playful in the the tone, but it's never taking a piss at the audience. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Yo, know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and you get some of that personality, like those Black Sabbath records. When you actually go listen to them, they got a lot of personality for that kind of music at the time. Um, that I think separates them from the the rest. And there's a lot of really good, like versions of that, like blues inspired. Uh, you know what becomes metal, heavy metal, rock, like just dirgy shit. But Black Sabbath does it so much better. Um, all right. Any others?
1: Hmm. Not off the top.
0: Tough for now,
2: All right. Pat, yeah. your job for the next episode. You gotta think of a good one. Tom just killed him with Black Sabbath comp. Um, thank you everybody for joining us. Um let's kick it. We'll we'll talk to you next time.
0: Thanks, everybody. Meow.